need you to safety in the background, okay? No, 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 that was your crusade. I am not doing that. Yes, you are. Look, there's enough here that you have to feel some sort of obligation to me so you get her to Tommy's. Ilya Arm. I'm Henry. Sam. We can help each other. Ellie. Everyone I have cared for has either died or left me. Everyone fucking except for you. someone else because the truth is I would just be more scared. Hello and welcome back to our latest episode of the Graham Raiders podcast. I am your host, Sergio. Did and you my say grave raiders or game raiders I said game raiders <laughs> okay i was like i was like grave raiders is like a completely that's like the podcast next door like yeah <laughs> it's our cousin podcast <laughs> i'm your host uh sergio and my lovely survivor in the post-apocalyptic wasteland partner in crime two smugglers uh my buddy drew what's going on Drew, are you ready to take on the clickers and the infected and uh, the bloaters out there? Uh, I mean, I already did that. Uh, <laughs> I'm in no mood to revisit it this soon, honestly, but uh, uh -huh. I guess we can talk about it. That's fine. <laughs> uh, you know, saying clickers, it almost sounds like a slur. <laughs> yeah, right. It sounds like they're like, that's our word, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So obviously today we are talking about Naughty Dog's game series. I guess you would call it a series. There's only two games released so far. Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, it's mostly just two games. Yeah, The Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, I consider the first game. Well, I guess I'll keep it. I'll keep it close to the belt. But, yeah. Uh, this game series uh, is really controversial lately and mm -hmm. has been divisive and. Yeah. Uh, 
let's just say that there are a lot of angry people online that like yeah. to like shit on these games, or um, more so the it, second game. Which is funny, for, like for it being like such a like a newer series, you know, and also like there's only like we said there's only two games. There are very strong opinions. Yeah. Uh, there are well, two specifically, games. I, 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 th- I feel like specifically more about the second, the second game, game yeah. but still, there are there are very strong opinions about this series as a whole, um, which is crazy since it is so new, you know? Yeah. So we're going to go through um, our experiences and our thoughts of, yeah. the first, of the original 2013 Last of Us, uh, the DLC, which I'm not sure if you've played it, Drew. I have uh, not played it, so okay. I can't really speak to that. But well, I know then I will talk at you. Yeah, I was about it. to say I know you have, so you can just I I will live vicariously through your experience. And then we'll talk about the more controversial 2020 follow-up game, The Last of Us yeah. Part Two. Um, yeah. and then we may dabble in a little bit of uh, some HBO, uh, you know, just show throwing, called The Last know. of Us. So it's it's an exciting time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess to start off, Drew, would you say that you are a fan of the game as a whole? Like, are you? Would you say, yeah, I'm a Last of Us fan? Like, the, are we talking about just the first game? No, I'm just talking about the series. Oh, just the series in general. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I would say yes. I mean, I would I would say that I am to an extent, a Naughty Dog fan. Like, I haven't played a lot of Crash uh, games, like Crash Bandicoot games, which, you know, they are yeah. known for as well. Well, uh, besides, like, Uncharted and The Last of Us, what other, have they made any other game in this uh, time frame? Well, they made, uh, they did Jack and Daxter, you know? Um, so, I mean, they've got a lot of, like, really established franchises, I mean, under their belt, you know? Like, yeah. so... They're, I mean, they're not a, uh, they're not like a, not, uh, they're not like a, I guess in terms of like awards or like critically acclaimed, you know, they're not like off the radar, you know? I mean, um, they're only one of the like highest selling yeah, gaming exactly. studios in the past like, like 20 years. <laughs> as far as like Last of Us goes, um, it, and again, it's it is kind of weird because there are only two games. We've only had really like two experiences with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also kind of feel like we've kind of gone as far as we can, you know. Um, I I just don't know where. I mean, I I think in terms of like the first game, it was it was there was kind of a clear, um, at least starting off point for mm-hmm. a second game. Uh, but from this, I don't know if they're, I don't know, based off of the ending of the second game, I don't know where this franchise could go, you know, for like yeah. another game. I think we'll definitely talk about that later down the line. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Drew. So, uh, I kind of want to talk a little bit about my, you know, recent experience <laughs> with the yeah. PlayStation. So recently, um, was it November, maybe December? Yeah. I think it was November. November, uh, I got a PlayStation 4. Yeah. Um, and I bought all the Uncharted games, 1 mm-hmm. through 4, and a Thief's, uh, and no, Lost Legacy. <laughs> Lost Legacy, and, yeah. Yeah, and then I bought Last of Us and Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, you bought a bunch of other games. Yeah, like, well, I mean, those are the, the you know, those are the first like, ones I bought. I bought Spider-Man, God of War. You were a super Xbox fanboy, and now you've come over to the dark side. You've joined, you, you've at least got a modicum of appreciation, I feel like, for, for Sony games at this point, right? Um, I mean, I don't know, Drew, like, I told you before, like, I played Last of Us before I even had a PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, I know, but, like, you, you actively, like, you're, I, mean, I would say that you're invested now, right? Like... Uh, I, mean, a... I just recently bought an Xbox Series X. So I don't know. <laughs> well, I know, but like you, you bought a PlayStation Four. You were playing all these games, so like you actually had the like, you know, you 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 put in the money, you put in the investment, you yeah. put it all on black, you know, and you're letting it ride. <laughs> yeah. So to so, speak. So, um, so I, you know, I played all the, I played all five Uncharted games. That's a, yeah. that's a series. You could just talk about like as a series as a whole. Yeah, that is that um, is a series for sure. Yeah, and then I played the two Last of Us games, mm-hmm. um, and I consider the first Last of Us to be uh, Naughty Dog's magnum opus, their masterpiece. I I believe it is their best game. You're out of your goddamn mind. Of gameplay and story and characters and emotion. There's mm. just so much about this first game. Uh, re- replaying it. this would have been i think my fourth time playing it because i played it about two to three times um when i lived with someone who had a playstation 3 and then so this, then this is my first time replaying it since like that what year 2013 so about 2014 maybe yeah um and you know like i said i, I played all the other naughty dog games or not uh, all of them i played the uncharted games yeah um and for me just the first last of us just leaps and bounds i think is the the masterpiece of the bunch like you've played it a lot more recently than i have so your feelings on it are very fresh mm-hmm. uh the last time i played this game was like back in like 2014 i think you uh-huh. know uh when so it first came out yeah basically like when it first uh-huh. came out i i mean i played i played it a lot you know when it first yeah. came out but since that time i haven't really I haven't really kept up with it until the second game was coming out. And then, like, I, ha- I had to kind of, like, search, I guess, search my feelings, you know, like, about how, how I felt about the first game and then how it was going to influence how I felt about the second game. First game? So. Masterpiece. Great game. Ten I mean, it's, it's a good game. I still think Uncharted 4 is, like, Naughty Dog's top I think it's better game. than Uncharted 4. I, I disagree. There's so much. It's so much but, leaner. And it's so much just like, because I, I brought this up, point up to you last time, because you were like, well, the emotion in Uncharted 4 just hits better. I was like, well, the emotion of Uncharted 4 is years in, like, the fourth game in a series. Like, of course That's it's going to hit better, yeah. because I would argue that I feel like the emotion in Last of Us is actually hits better. And it hits better because it's the first time you're playing a game with these characters. Yeah. It definitely, that's, I mean, that's a fair point. Yeah. It's like, it from the get-go, I feel like they definitely sort of tried to hook us, right? Like, yeah. I think that first, that first like, scene, uh, especially being, like, native Texanites, Texan. like, Texans, yeah, we were like, uh, we were like, holy shit, this is, like, starting off in Texas, this is crazy, like, yeah. you know, and then, like, the, the ball drops, you know, at the end of that long uh, uh, cinematic 
yeah. playable scene, basically. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I think there is a difference between Uncharted. They, they're more, I would say this is more fun mm-hmm. series. Well, I think Last of Us has fun moments. It's mainly depressing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, the tones are completely totally different. Totally different, yeah. Yeah, like, gameplay-wise, I mean, even gameplay-wise, there's a lot of differences between the two. But you could, I mean, you could make comparisons between, you know, they're both, like, third-person cover-based yeah. shooters, you know, you could you could make yeah. some of the comparisons there. But, yeah, tonally, these are two completely separate games, and I feel like, you know, um, I don't know, just, they, they service different aesthetics, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, Uncharted is very much the, it's based off, like, you know, old adventure serials and, like, you know. Indiana, Indiana Jones a little Indiana bit. Indiana Jones Tomb, kind of Tomb Raider. Vibe, yeah. Exactly. And it's more it's more fun loving, you know, you're not like you're in danger of dying in the game, but the characters never really acknowledge yeah. too much how, how much danger they're in in the universe. Yeah. Um, and but then, then yeah, Last of Us is like, hey, yeah. uh literally everything is trying to kill us. <laughs> yeah. And the game came out in like the height of like that zombie resurgence we had mm-hmm. in like two thousand ten. Starting yeah. off with the Walking Dead came out yeah, a huge Walking hit. Dead. Yeah. And then we got Last of Us the same year we got the same summer we got Last of Us, we got World War Z. Right. They, they came out I think they came out the same month, if I remember correctly. Even though these are not technically zombies per I know, se. But, but you know, yeah, what, you like know, but... I, no no, I know. I, it, it, yeah. it is kind of a weird distinction to make, but um yeah. yeah. So I played the first game for the first time. Um, my roommate at the time, she had just bought a PlayStation PlayStation Three, and it came with The Last of Us. Yeah. And she never she didn't touch it for a while. So I was like, Hey, can I can I play this game? She's like, Oh yeah, sure. So then I popped it in one weekend while she was um when she was gone. I played it. I beat it in a weekend, and I was like, Holy crap, that was awesome. So then, I think it was like two weeks later. She she went she left another weekend. I played it again and beat it again before she even got to play it. Like, and then I watched her play it, and it was so frustrating watching her play it because she played the yeah. whole game in crouch mode. Um, and I remember like the PS3 graphics were just like this is incredible. And then the PS3 is just like, please kill me. I've I've struggled over here. Yeah, right. And and now we're in the PS4, and and it's still it's still making consoles. Uh you know, push themselves to their limit. Like, we're playing Last of Us Part Two, and the PS4 yeah. is like, please put me out of my thing. misery. It's like, like, please, just, just kill me. Just <laughs> put, put this on the PS5. You'll have a better time. I'm, and, bur- I'm like, hot over here. Playing the PlayStation 4 version of Last of Us, I was like, this is perfect. Like, I I have nothing to... Yeah. The, the, the remaster... I have not played the remaster. Uh, I got it for, like, for free as, like, the free download when I bought my PS4, but I, I just never played it because I had... I had already played the shit out of Last of Us yeah. on the PS3. Well, so. The remaster comes with uh, Left Behind, the DLC, so maybe we should check it out. Yeah, I, I should probably get around to checking that out. Uh, so, I, yeah. what I want to do, Drew, is uh-huh. I want to kind of break down the games and kind of talk about the story elements. Okay. It's characters. I'll break down the gameplay a little bit. Um, and then we'll kind of talk about the different development cycle it went through mm. and what happened and all that and the reception. And then we can take this and compare it to what happened with the last of us two right. and the, or the DLC last of us two. And then, uh, maybe what, if this, if it says anything at all about going forward, what we're going to, what can we expect from any more last of us games? Will this be a trilogy? 
Yeah. I, who knows, man? I don't know. There's rumors uh, for DLC about part two right now. Yeah. But who knows? It's all up in the air. So um, about this part. What about the story? What yeah. do you remember about this from not playing it in years, Drew? Like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm not sure if you read my, my my little brief subscription there, but like, what do you remember about the story? It's, I mean, I remember like basically it's just like, it, it's kind of like a road trip where, you know, you've got the gruff kind of like old, you know, uh, dad who lost a daughter. And then you've got the like young, like kind of rebellious, uh, like, you know, uh, well, Ellie. Yeah, you got Joel and Ellie, you know, they're going on a road trip shooting some clickers you know drinking some beer having fun <laughs> um no but like yeah it, the, basically the whole story is just them like joel is a mercenary he's been contracted to get ellie to this uh this group of people called the fireflies uh in seattle for some reason he's not told what the reason is and mm. you know he, he could kind of care less except for the money yeah basically um or no, he's not going to Seattle. He's going to uh, Salt Lake City. My bad. Yep. Uh, Salt Lake City. Seattle is... Part two. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so... But over time, like, you know, him and Ellie interacting kind of breaks down some of his walls that he put up after the death of his daughter, which was like, oh my God, that was so traumatic. I was like, yeah. oh. Like having having to just like sit there, you know, and just like watch this. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to relive it live action. <laughs> right? Like, oh my god. Oh no. Not oh, Pedro. Pedro. Not, not poor Pedro, <laughs> please. Um uh but yeah, so basically over time, I mean, he he comes to and they I mean like they come to care for each other. He yeah. kind of serves as like a surrogate daughter and as do we, the audience. Yeah, like we I mean, Ellie is like a really cool character. I really like her. She's yeah. she's like, you know, uh like she gives as good as she gets right like she will yeah. she will actually sit there and like fight and you know uh you know talk trash back to you if yeah. you say something um no, she's great and uh like yeah i mean i think really like the story is is kind of secondary to me yeah. like they're it's real like i think naughty dog's biggest strength has always been their characters um and i mean that's that like is double here like because we're spending so much time you know with just joel and ellie and their relationship and it really gives it time to kind of like stew and ferment and you know all this kind of stuff and yeah you i mean you really do start to like kind of um you, you really do start to care and understand um you know and there and there's like a part during the story where like Joel is like super fucked up and injured and Ellie has to, is basically trying to take care of him through the winter and, um, you know, and then, uh, but yeah, just like it, it the story is, is, is pretty, is pretty basic, but yeah. I think it's elevated by the characters, the characters and... and the, and the voice acting and the, and the motion capture by, troy baker and ashley johnson like yeah. i think that is the biggest strength of the story i think too it's like it's yeah like you said performances it's there's not a lot of fat on the story it's pretty straightforward mm -hmm. it's pretty lean 
you know, and then yeah. how they incorporate the gameplay to it. And I think, you know, the story not being super complex, it's it's pretty much it's a travel movie. You're trying to get yeah. from point A to point B. And I think movie, even movies that do this, like Logan, for example, with, you know, Hugh Jackman, Wolverine is trying to get the girl from uh, from wherever the, in the desert they are. I think they're like in like mm-hmm. Nevada or something or California or Reno or something like that. You try to get it from Mexico, Nevada to uh, to like across the U.S. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like that same story where it's just right. the heart. The heart of the story is your two main characters, Joel and Ellie. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I have a basic breakdown. Uh, you got you got a lot of the things right. You got some. You, you were kind of messing around a little bit there with like you got Seattle wrong at first, but you corrected yourself. Yeah, yeah. So the I game was like t- trying to remember yeah. where they were going to. I was yeah, like... they're going to Salt Lake City. So the game takes place starts off in 2013, and mm-hmm. this is when like the beginning of an outbreak where this like fungus parasite transfers into right. humans and begins mm-hmm. to like attach to their brain, mm-hmm. and start making them like these like mindless zom- zombies or they call them infected or whatever um yeah. so we meet joel and his daughter sarah they live in austin um and then spoiler alert, like you said sarah dies and she gets shot by a military person and it yeah. traumatizes troll joel and his brother tommy um and then we jump ahead 20 years and um you kind of live we kind of see these cities pockets of cities that mm-hmm. are like um controlled by military or government or whatever yeah um and then there's a rebellious terrorist organization um, named the Fireflies. Joel is a smuggler. He's not a mercenary. Yeah, I mean, basically, he's a smuggler. The basically, the same thing. He he he's not hired <laughs> to kill people. He's hired to get products in and out of the city. Mercenaries aren't always hired to kill people. They could just be hired for whatever, you know. Uh huh. And then one day, him and him and um, Tess, his partner, they're tasked to smuggling a girl out of the city. That's it. Yeah. They need to get her from from. Uh, Boston to outside of Boston right, to the specific yeah. area. So that's the game you play. That's the first, like, um, I don't know, like an hour, two hours of the game. It's supposed, yeah, it's like a couple of hours, yeah. Yeah. Um, the reason was not told to the audience or told to Joel. They're just like, hey, just get her there, okay? Yeah. And they're, do- they're doing it for guns, for weapons. Like, right. cause they, had, they had weapons that were stolen by a friend, by a former friend named Robert, and he sold them to the Firefly. So they promised to get the weapons back in more if they get Ellie to yeah. this place. So they get Ellie there, um, but on the way there, they find out that Ellie's actually infected, mm-hmm. but she was a, a bit like three weeks prior, and yeah. she's a, she's immune. So they they wanted to get her to the Firefly so they can make a vaccine, right? Right. But then when they get across the city, they find out that like the Fireflies have already been killed by the military. So now they got to get her to Boston to get her from Boston to Salt, Salt Lake City. Lake. Yep. Yeah. And you pretty much played the year travel as Joel and Ellie right. travel across the U.S. from yep. Boston to Salt Lake, literally almost across the whole U.S. Yep. Um, and then you come across different friends, infected, cannibals, uh, and then find yeah. the fireflies. And then, then this is the end of the game when Joel finds out that in order to make the vaccine, Ellie has to die. And yeah. he does not want it to happen, so then he kills like a bunch of people and takes Ellie, and then... He lies to her at the very end, saying, mm. "Hey, like there was no vex, there was no cure. They couldn't do it. They just let you go. There's other people. There's other. There's tons of other people that are immune. So don't worry about it." And Ellie is like, she's just like, uh, "Okay, you know, like should yeah. I trust this?" I mean, she well, she no, she knows something's wrong though. Yeah. She kind of she kind of has the sense that he's lying to her. No, I mean, this is one of those like, this is one of those like great. I don't know, like. J- 
the whole entire scenario at the hospital is like one of those great like video game moments because it kind of speaks to like um the relationship you build with well Ellie. well i was gonna say it speaks to the the medium of video games right because okay. you walk into the you walk into the surgery room because like basically the whole thing is like joel is going to take ellie and run that's what joel wants to do but you as a player realize that in order to do that you're gonna have to kill a lot of innocent people not to mention uh the implications of taking her away and not making a cure from her blood you know yeah uh and so there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a shift in like player motivation versus character motivation uh but in order to progress the game and finish the game you have to you're basically forced to do this thing that yeah. you don't want to do that you well, really really don't want to do i would be real honest with you Drew. i i do want to do it <laughs> Well, I mean, on some <laughs> level, you you might sympathize or you might I'm empathize. Like, I'm like, f this place. I'm blinding every like the first time I played the game. When I got into that room, I just lit up all the doctors. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, I think that's like, I mean, because you're like, I want to, I want to finish the game on. No, score. I, I mean, was like, I want to save Ellie. Okay, well, however you feel, you're like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in here and I'm, yeah, I'm gonna get Ellie out of here and then, yeah, whatever it takes, Drew. I'm gonna take but, out these doctors. I'm gonna. <laughs> but yeah then like but then like yeah you, there might be like some feeling of like you get there and you're like ah, i don't know man i don't it might be like a hesitation or something like that you know it it just reminds me of the um another like moment in like it reminds me of bioshock a little bit where it's that moment of like it, the kind of commentary on Gaming. video games yeah. as an interactive medium like you are basically kind of like a slave to the controller and like yeah. you know would, kind of would you doing, kindly yeah kind of doing what the game tells you to do sort of thing yeah. you know that that's kind of an interesting that's it's just like an interesting commentary to me at least that's what how i felt about it but i mean just in terms of like an emotional storytelling moment it is it is also that yeah. like it is a really like a it and it, it just kind of brings it all like you know home Mm -hmm. that you know joel is like he's he kind of started out you know at this point where he's like you know I, he doesn't care about anything really apart from getting paid you know essentially to like he would literally like just sacrifice the entire world for this one person yep you know yeah. um, and again a lot of that splits on the characters right joel nelly like you yeah. said great performances from Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Troy Baker. I mean, both of these guys. I yeah. love. I love both of them so much. Yeah, like, I, I know Troy Baker from a lot of his voiceover work, like in anime and you know other games. Yeah. Ashley Johnson, I only know her as like the waitress from Avengers. <laughs> well, I, okay, so like she, if you've watched any episodes of Critical Role, though, because like she is, she's like one of the main cast on Critical Role. I have not seen a single episode. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, but also yeah just like both of them have just like you their personality they really infuse both of these characters with a lot of personality yeah. and and like you again like i said you really start to care for them like as as people like you you kind of yeah. start to forget that they're just fictional <laughs> yeah 
I think know. one of the strengths of the first game is all the characters, like even the side characters, like Tommy mm-hmm. and Tess and um, David and Bill. Yeah, Bill definitely has has yeah. some good character. Henry oh. and Sam. I think Bill's a good antagonist for the yeah. in part for Ellie. And then you got Henry and Sam, you know, your little friends you have for a little bit. And then Marlene, who becomes kind of a like a secondary antagonist. See, uh, I don't even... not, she's not really she's antagonistic to Joel, but not really antagonistic. Well, once to he the makes game. that once he yeah. once he flips that switch and he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna burn this whole thing yeah. down, then she kind of becomes an antagonist. But yeah, up until that point, I mean, you've been working for her essentially, so yep. Yeah, and, and um, like I said, like all these are I think they're all memorable characters because when I was making this, I had no problem remembering their names and putting them like even before playing like replaying the game, I was like, Oh yeah, I remember Bill, I remember David, I remember Henry and Sam and Marlene and Tess and Tommy. Yeah. No no problem. Uh which when we get to Last of Us Part Two, I'm like, uh who's this character? Yeah, again? a lot of the psych <laughs> yeah. I, I feel that a little bit. Yeah. I feel like the least memorable out of this entire list is probably Tess. Uh just because we don't really I mean, she dies, so like we don't really get much time with her. I feel like to get. To, I, I mean, mean, I mean, they all die except for one. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, I, I, I feel like, I, I, I think we get a very surface level read on Tess, and that's about it. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I, I think well, we do get enough of that. They have some sort of relationship with each other. Oh, well, yeah. it's not spelled out for us, but you know, they know that they care for each other, and that mm-hmm. Joel is real willing to do this for her like when, yeah. she, when she's when she's infected and she's like look mm-hmm. i'm not gonna make it if you there's something between us you know there is like you know whatever whatever is happening between us like for me take this girl across the country and he does it yeah yeah no yeah totally uh, i mean again like just yeah great awesome performances awesome characters they are really like the story is kind of secondary again. It's just it's a basic, like you said, travel story, but the characters kind of elevated. Yeah, and they're all they all add they all add some sort of impact in some sort of way. Which again, mm-hmm. when we get to it, we can't we can't really say the same thing about some of the characters in part two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about the gameplay. Yeah. Uh, it is very 2013, I would say. It's like that and like Bioshock Infinite came out the same year, and they have. Uh-huh similar gameplay styles or Bioshock's a first person shooter but it's like the same you gotta escort a girl character from like, one place to another escort mission basically yeah and you know like although Ellie is less of a I feel like I feel like Ellie is less of an escort mission I mean she she does I feel like you know she does help out in some meaningful ways so does uh, Elizabeth I'm talking about more like <laughs> Elizabeth yeah. gets you health, and she tear. She adds like tears. She does. To the she does world. do the tears. I guess that's fair. Yeah. I just. I always think of her like. She also just like Ellie. Ammo. She does that's that. Yeah. But also like just like Ellie, she can't really get attacked or. Yeah. Or hurt or even noticed by creatures. Um. It's so annoying. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we've already made the comparison to the Uncharted like yeah. style of gameplay because they're both third person shooters, but like yeah. where Uncharted is a little like they both uh, Uncharted uses cover, but I also feel like it it tries to incentivize that run and gun yeah fantasy a little bit more. And this is Whereas, definitely like you conserve your ammo and you gotta yes. stay stay in cover and yes. take them out. Yeah, exactly. Or find, the, or find an alternate way to do something. Yeah, prioritize prioritizes stealth. Yeah over most especially on higher difficulties prioritizes yeah. stealth over most everything else yeah and um, unlike uncharted 
you get more than two guns. Can I get an amen? Yeah, again, kind of incentivizing that whole run-and-gun fantasy. Um, Whereas in this one, yeah, you're literally, like, like loaded for bear, pretty much, uh, or as much as you can be. You have so Um, much more weapons, but you have way less ammo. Yeah, exactly. And you're basically just trying to scavenge whatever you can to make, you know, shivs or Molotov cocktails or extra health kits or whatever, you know? Um, But yeah, like, I mean, I kind of get what you're saying about that whole, like, 2013 era of gaming. Gaming. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of an issue, I feel like, with part two, where it, we'll get get to a little bit more, I'm just going to kind of talk about a little bit here, is that part two feels just like a slightly updated version of 2013 gameplay, if right. you know what I mean. Yeah, it, it, it didn't feel like it took it enough. Whereas, like when I played Uncharted one through three, and then I played Uncharted four, I was like, okay, I've you know I could feel that that jump, yeah, from, from three to four specifically, because that was what 2000 and like eleven. Uh, 12, what Uncharted, Uncharted four? Uncharted three. Oh, Uncharted Three. That was. It's like 2011-ish, right? Uh, I yeah, maybe 2012. 2012, uh, 2011, yeah. Yeah. So then you know, it's it was like what four-year jump, and it still it felt higher than a seven-year gap between you know the first Last of Us and the second Last of Us. So I mean, I never I didn't feel like oh man, Uncharted Four feels like Uncharted Three. They added a lot more mechanics. Yeah. Whereas you know. Well, I think um. I think Uncharted 2 also borrowed a lot of... I mean, I guess I can save this until we get to Part 2, but it, un, uh, Last of Us Part 2 also kind of feels like Uncharted 4 in some respects, where they tried to kind of open up the areas. Oh, yeah, open and, up the world a little bit. Yeah, let you explore yeah. a little bit more, so... Yeah, and that's the thing about the first game, is that it's not super open world. It's pretty yeah. linear. It's, oh, yeah, it's like you know, so... Yeah. You're making your way through areas, and you got to fight a boss in this part, or you got you mm-hmm. now you're trapped in a room with like ten infected and three clickers, and now you got to like, how would you navigate through that? It is the definition of railroad, like yeah. you know. Um, but I mean, it's not like a bad thing. Like I think yeah. it, I think it works for the game and the style. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I don't think linear games are necessarily bad. You know, like it's only like I think especially nowadays. With it's almost a blessing yeah. to have a linear game versus an open world game because at least you know you'll finish it, you know, in a couple <laughs> yeah, of yeah. days. Yeah. Uh, and the game's pretty short. I mean, like I said, I beat it in a weekend, and it's anywhere from, like, 13 to 16 hours to beat. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not it's not terribly long, especially for today's standards, especially yeah. when, like, how long the next game is. And you're just like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. And yeah, I think like... that's to me, is, like, one of the best things. Like, I don't think having 13 solid hours is worse than having 25 right really good hours i think you need to have i think the salt you know the great 13 hours is much Mm -hmm. better than the 25 good yeah um so i want to kind of dive a little bit into like the history of this game um it was first started development in 2009 um they naughty dog actually split its 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 core group into two so one person, one group was doing Uncharted 3, and one group was doing Last of Us. And this is the first time they've ever split into two groups. Um, and then 2012 is when they announced the game with footage, and it was met with much anticipation. It won several... This game is award-winning. Oh, yeah. Uh, it hasn't won as many awards as Part 2, but we'll talk about that. 
It won several awards, including like E3's Best in Show and Spike's Most Anticipated Game at the Spike Video Game Awards. Um, and then when it finally did release in June of 2013, it was met with wide critical acclaim from video game critics and industry and gamers. Yeah. Um, during its first year release and the, re- and, and the remaster, it was nominated for over 50 different awards and it won about 30 of them. So, one thirty, which again, when you compare it to Last of Us Two, yeah, it's way less. <laughs> I f- I feel like we need a counter, like somewhere, or, or like just something keeping track of how many times we say compared to Last you know, of Us Two. We're we're gonna talk about Last of Us Two later. Yeah, you know, and like you, and honestly, you could do a drinking game to this. Like every time we say we're gonna talk about Last of Us Two Part Two later, just take a drink. You yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, you're probably dead already. You're probably yeah. You're probably you're probably at least like finished with your first drink. Moving on to your yeah. second one. All right, Drew. Uh, so, uh, tell me about your like experience playing the very first game. Like what what you went through, like, and your feelings on the first game. So from, yeah, like, what you remember from playing it like six years ago? Y- yeah, well, it's definitely been more than uh, wait, seven? Has it been six? Yeah, seven years. Yeah, um, but I mean, I just. I remember, like, obviously that first scene is, is like, really, you know, really tonally and, like, emotionally upsetting in, like, you know, a good way. It, like, kind of prepares you that you're, like, oh, shit, this is going to be, this is going to be, like, I was, again, I was coming off of, like, the Uncharted series uh, and, like, playing Uncharted 1 and Uncharted 2 and then playing this game, I was like, okay, so this is going to be a little bit different, um, you know. And and obviously we've talked about like all the, all the differences with the gameplay and stuff like that, where it's like it's more stealth based versus the run and gun focus of Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it took me a it took me a little little learning curve, I guess, a little bit. I died. Uh, there were I, I remember specifically. There's like one room early on where there's like a couple of clickers uh in addition to like some of the the regular um infected and dying repeatedly over and over again in this room uh for a good long while um i I don't think i uh i don't remember how long it took me but anyway um but yeah like and just again that ending of like walking into the surgery room and being basically forced into killing these people that didn't necessarily agree with whether they should be murdered blatantly or not. Um, but having to do it cause I, I wanted to finish the game. I wanted to see what the ending was and you know, like just, I, I don't know. Like it, it's still one of those things where it's like, did, did I, and I think, uh, this is like a moment where like Joel and the character or, and the player also kind of connect is like, did I make the right choice? I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, you know, sort of thing. Uh, but just kind of having to, uh, to live with that fact. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, this was like one of the first games that I ever actually like, well, I considered like completed, you know, mm-hmm. because I did like, I did a normal run and then I did a normal new game plus run. And then I did, I didn't do Grounded, I did Survivor. And then I did a Survivor New Game Plus run. So I feel like I, I was intimately familiar with this yeah. game for a while. Um, and that was all within the first year of getting it? Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, I kind of dabbled in the multiplayer a little bit, because we didn't even mention the multiplayer. We, I mean, we I forgot. never played it. 
It was, I mean, it was basically like the, the gameplay of the, of the game, but just like you're fighting against actual people now online, you know, and you're kind of splitting the teams and you have to like kind of scavenge stuff. It, it, I mean, I hesitate to say this, but I think maybe the, the, the multiplayer of uh, the first last of us might've opened the door to uh, battle royales really <laughs> there's a there's a lot of i mean it's not like a big wide map and you like yeah. drop in but you still have to kind of like build your kit yeah you know and like scavenge for like different supplies so, now that i'm thinking it, about that i'm like oh it is the original fortnite <laughs> i was about to say i was about to say did this like basically start the battle royales it's fortnite uh so how does it compare to the multiplayer of last of us part two ah that was a joke uh, I was about to say, well, uh, <laughs> since the multiplayer last of us part two is non-existent, um, uh, you know, that was a uh, yeah, this yeah, was back like, in the day when when they like forced multiplayer on single player. Like I remember, like uh, yeah. Arkham Origins had a multiplayer mode, and I was like, why yeah, is this game right? in a multiplayer mode? It doesn't need one. <laughs> and and I think you could argue that this game also didn't really need a multiplayer mode, um, you know, to an extent because it doesn't really add anything. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know anybody who still talks about Last of Us for its multiplayer. You I just remember when Adam got the game that he played in the multiplayer like all the time. But the thing, the thing was, is it was a different multiplayer though, uh, yeah. multiplayer mode than what was being offered at the time. Like most uh, games were just like straight up team death matches or you yeah. know more like Call of Duties or, and stuff like that. Or horror this mode was, or whatever. Yeah, this was a little bit different. You what you won or lost depending on, um, like the items available to you mm-hmm. at the time and you kind of had to kind of had to plan plan a little bit ahead and sneak around and you know kind of get the jump on your opponent yeah. so it, it was different could you get the, like could you design your character or was it just kind of random i think you could you could slightly customize them a little bit with like hats and different yeah. jackets and but stuff you like don't that. you don't got like 20 joels out on a game field right no no yeah. they're all they're all basically random dudes i think they they framed it as um like one side was the fireflies and one side was just like raiders or something like that okay. uh cool. so but yeah i mean it, and, and yeah that was basically my experience with the game i had like i said i haven't gone back to play it since yeah um, so you should I, I i think you should Again, it's only thirteen hours. I mean, like yeah, not, I mean, you can do that in two days. I mean, again, eventually I'll probably yeah. I'll probably play it again. But I mean, like, there's just so how many long, games. How long did you spend playing Final Fantasy VII today? Uh, I don't know, like maybe like a hour and a half, a couple hours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. So then, when I say something, when I said like earlier, when I was like, I think this is their magnum opus, you're just like, I mean, I, I I'm not gonna disagree with you that it's a great game. It is a it is a phenomenal game. As I will die on this hill that I think it's their best game they've made so far. And I'm gonna die on the Uncharted Four hill. So like, I mean, it's just that one just kind of. Again, I mean, you're not wrong. It 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 has kind of a leg up on The Last of Us by being like a a, a series like how many like 10 years in the making yeah. at that and point something like that yeah it was like the culmination of all of this yeah. time and all of this experience so it's yeah. not really fair to put them next to each other but see yeah. for me i think it i think i'm not saying it's not fair i'm saying that if you're going to compare the two i think that last of us one does 
the emotion better because it's the first time you're meeting these characters versus, you know, Uncharted 4. Because this, this is the fourth game in a series. You've been with these characters for a long time. Yep. You know, Tom Holland's about to play Nathan Drake, so... I mean, yeah, you can have your uh, you can have your wrong opinion. That's fine. That's, Whatever. That's fine. Uh, so my my experience with the game, like I was telling you earlier, um, my roommate, she had it. I played it, loved it, played it again, loved it. It yeah. was, I think, it was probably only the like second or third PlayStation Three game that I played through completion. What were the other not, two? Um, <laughs> Heavy Rain. Okay. And yeah. Beyond Two Souls. <laughs> the the right. uh elliot page game where he could see like ghosts or whatever yeah yeah i remember because it, it came out the same year as last of William us defoe was in that too right uh i don't was I it think, william defoe yeah he was like the william defoe was the uh like the doctor yeah okay um i remember they came out the same time and people were like hey uh uh, this character from Last of Us looks like. Oh, it looks a lot like yeah. yeah. I remember that too. Yeah, the controversy. Looks like looks like Juno. <laughs> um, so and then I think I think replaying it, it was just it, for me. It was like I can't I, say, I can't say nostalgic. I just I don't know. It, it felt like a different experience because when it was like a remaster and right. everything just looked much better than it did back in the PS. Even though the PS3 looked great, like yeah. Looked great. Master Master looks better. It's like, how can you make something that looks great look better? Oh, okay. This is how you did it. Um, great game. I love it. I think I'd give the first Last of Us 10 out of 10. I'd give it probably like a a 9 out of 10. Alright. 9.5, 9. maybe. 9.986. 9.99. 9. 9. <laughs> I, I will not give it that .01. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I don't know. It's very hard for me to give a game a ten out of ten, you know, because all games have problems. Oh, so, for sure. I mean, yeah, like it, it, that's why I it's think, just really hard for me to give a I game think a ten. Just on 10. story, just on characters, just on pacing, yeah, uh, graphics. Even 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 though the gameplay is a little dated, I mean, I'm not gonna hurt hurt the first one for that. Uh, obviously, that's why I think it's a ten out of ten. There's not many ten out of ten games in my mm, right. But for well, me, uh, Last of Us is definitely one of my favorite games of all time. Right. Uh, so then something you haven't played was Last of Us, the Left Behind DLC. Yeah. This is uh, this was included in the remaster, so once I beat the game, I just hopped on and played that. Um, but it's actually it, like a prequel. To, well, it's a prequel to the main part of the game. So, so I'll kind of break it down for you. So this game came out in 2014. It was the only story-based DLC for The Last of Us. Um, it's set... There's two timelines. So there's one that's set during the winter section of... Uh, the You know, where Joel's injured. Yeah. So you play as Ellie the whole game. You're trying to find supplies so you can stitch Joel up. Um, and then there's another timeline you play as that's set three weeks before the main game. And the thing about it is they both take place in a mall. Yeah. That's where the connection happens. So, like... Uh, Ellie it has Joel, and she's trying to get him to safety. So she gets into a mall, and right. there she like hides them in this area, and she's trying to search them all for supplies. And then as she's searching them all for supplies, she comes across different items or whatever that sends a flash. That then we fl- we flash back to her experience at a mall mm-hmm. with her friend Riley. Um, so you play the game as Ellie. Uh, 
uh, like I said, during that winter section. Uh, and then you play at the mall with Riley. It's like Riley is about to leave to go join the Fireflies. And uh-huh. she's like, um, hey, this is going to be like one last night of fun before she leaves. And so, so like you hop back and forth between like combat heavy gameplay. Right. You know, you can see dealing with like infected and uh, raiders and stuff like that. The people that are trying to get to Joel to kill him. Um, and then you hop to the sections you play with Riley for the most part for the first, you know, main chunk of it. It's things like taking pictures in a photo booth, smashing windows, dancing, uh, going through costume shops, going through an arcade, um, and then uh, like doing like um, water gun competitions and stuff like that. So Riley is mentioned in the first game, uh, if you remember. She was her friend that was bitten with Ellie. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was playing the DLC, I was like, so because I played Last of Us 1, and then I didn't play it again until just recently. But So I played Last of Us 1 in 2013-14. And then I played Last of Us Part Two when it came out with Adam, um, and then I played Last of Us uh, again, and then the, played the DLC. So I was playing the DLC after I played Part Two, and playing the DLC, um, it kind of felt like it was like kind of the groundwork of what they were going to do with Part Two. So, um, for example, the the flashbacks that was a thing that wasn't that wasn't didn't happen at all mm-hmm. in the first game, but we got we get tons of flashbacks second game in this game. It's like you cut back and forth where you'll play like more an action heavy section and then you'll play a flashback and then you come back and back and that's what happens in last of us you'll play like a action heavy section you have a flashback scene that's kind of light on exploration and kind of more character moment and maybe you'll have mm-hmm. like an action moment but for the most part it's going to be that um the dlc we learned that ellie is gay yeah which I, yeah i remember that was like a big yeah. Uh, that was like a big thing that was like everybody was talking about around that around the time this came out was like, hey, did you know Ellie was gay? Yeah, I was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> so then you know that obviously carries over in part two where you know she's yeah she's in a relationship with a woman, mm-hmm. um, and then Ellie's the main character. So you right. you play exclusively as yeah, Ellie. Yeah, this really was like the progenitor of yeah. like a lot of the stuff, except on a smaller scale. Yeah, I mean it, it was only like two two or three hours. Like I beat yeah. it in one sitting. It wasn't anything crazy. Um, and like I said, you know, these are built on explored, and I liked the DLC. I thought it was really fun. It was just like mm-hmm. a sweet little. I mean, yeah, for two or three hours, yeah. I mean, short, sweet. Yeah. So nothing too crazy, but now we're gonna get to the big guns. Oh, I'm ready. Oh, I'm big, ready. Big pop, big Kahuna. Oh, let's do it. I'm Last ready. of Us Part Two. This game just came out recently in 2020. Um, I kind of want to start off with breaking down the story first and then going from there uh so i play i played this game in the summer when it came out with adam um and then i played it again so i've actually i actually beat the game twice before you actually beat it once yeah 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 just Um, keep it in your pants (laughs) what i like to say and i think this is kind of what i explained to you the game it's really four games in one it's like two kind of shorter games. I, I think this is the first time I've heard you say that, actually. I, I thought when I was explaining... Okay, so the way I see it is it's two short games and then two, uh-huh. you know, 10-hour games or whatever. Right. So that's how I broke it down. So the prologue is kind of its own short little contained game where mm-hmm. you start off as Joel and it ends with the big moment. Right. And then you have Seattle date, Seattle for Ellie, right. Seattle for Abby, and then... There's an epilogue, another yeah. la- the last like three or four hours we play as Ellie again. Right. So 
we'll start off with the first game. Uh, the pro- it doesn't have a title. They, they just call it the prologue. And this takes about two to three hours, depending on, you know, how you play. Yeah. But I would say if you're, if you're you know, at the two hours should be the minimum. Uh, this is the only time you play as Joel in the game. And it's basically, it opens up with Oh, Joel. yeah, where he's, like, yeah. riding into town. Yeah. Yeah, and he recaps the game. Damn. You ride into town. Um, and then you jump to four years later, and then basically you'll play as Ellie. Uh, you meet some of the new characters. You'll meet, like, Jesse and uh, Dinah and Tommy. Well, not Tommy's not new, but you'll, you'll re-meet Tommy. Um, yeah. And then it's just, like, exploring with Tommy, or exploring with Dinah. You, you visit, like, different houses. Dina. Is it Dina? It's Dina. Well, you know I'm an idiot. Yeah. Dina. Um, and, you know, Ellie's an adult now. I mean, she's, a t- she's like, 18. She's, like, uh, I think she's, like, 19, actually. 19? Okay, yeah. she's 19. And she's on patrol, and um, there's some tension between her and Jesse because she, like, made moves on Jesse's girlfriend. Yeah. Dina. And then there's tension between her and Joel, but we don't know what. And we do kind of get the sense that they're kind of on the end of making up and, you know. Yeah. You know, being friendly again. They're still still burrowing their feelings deep down and not talking about it so they can be strong. Yeah. And then also the winter time. So you play the first part of the game in winter. And then the blizzard hits. And then Dina and Ellie, like, have a shack up in the secret basement they find that's filled with a bunch of pot. And they, like, get high, and they have, like, a half mm-hmm. sex or whatever. And then we cut to a new group. And I remember when this game was, like, first announced and being played and stuff, or being, like, talked yeah. about, they were like, you get to play as Ellie. This You, you play as Ellie the whole time. And then the very first moment you don't play as Ellie, I was like, what the heck? Well, yeah. So then you play as this new group. You play as Abby. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, so, she's just someone new. We don't know who she is or why she's there. And she's well. She know, to, we know that she's like looking for somebody looking with all these somebody. people, and they're yeah. trying to get to that town, mm-hmm. the town that that uh, that Ellie and Joel are from. Yeah. Um, she gets separated from her group, and then she gets attacked by a bunch of infected, and uh, she's rescued by Joel and Tommy, and then they make their way back to her group, and there she shoots Joel, and then starts beating him with a golf club. Well, yeah, so, she finds out his name, yeah, and then it's, is, and then we're like, oh, she's here for him. Okay. So then uh, yeah. Elliot and Dina. Dina? Dina? Dina, yeah. They meet up with Jesse, and Jesse's like, Joel's missing. Joel and Tommy are missing. We got to find them. So then you spend this part of the game looking for them. Yeah. You find them, and then Abby kills Joel, right. which, is a, which is a huge shocker for like, yeah. like what the heck? Um, and she spares Ellie and then leaves. And that's the first like two or three hours of the game. Yeah. Where you, you basically get your world, like, you know, people coming in, fans of the first game, you love Joel, you love Ellie, and this game's like, F you, we're going to kill yeah. Joel. <laughs> yeah, so then you then it goes to Seattle, where this section of the game is day one, Seattle, day two, Seattle, day three, Seattle. I'd say about 10, 12 hours of gameplay. Which, yeah. at that point, you're, you're basically at the, the length of the first game. Once you beat Seattle, you're yeah. at the length of the first game. So um, this is basically Ellie and Dina. They're, one, Tommy already left for Seattle to go get revenge for Joel. So they're looking for Tommy while also trying to get revenge on Abby. So I call this Ellie's Revenge Tour. Um, and here we kind of have, this is where the flashbacks come in. So mm-hmm. during this part of the game, we'll flash back between, uh, we'll flash back from the main game in Seattle to 
Ellie's time between Last of Us 1, Last of Us 2, and her relationship with Joel, like her birthday and different things they do together and stuff uh, like that. Oh, those flashbacks were so cute. Yeah, they're really sweet, yeah. Um, and then, you know, we we see that Ellie finds out what happened at uh, in St. Saint, uh, Mary's at Salt Lake. And uh, and then what you know what happens after that? What what caused her and Joel to have a falling out when she finds out the truth, right? Um, and then in Seattle, Ellie is like killing off Abby's Abby's friends that were there that night. That, yeah, that Joel died like one by one, just like you kill him, you sir. You like I know it, this person. You're dead. I know you. Yeah, I'm gonna kill you. You know what I mean? I was about to say it takes a lot longer than a montage, but it feels like a montage. You know. <laughs> Of, like, Ellie's and just swath of murder yeah. across Seattle. And it's super compelling stuff. Like, Ellie's seeking revenge. It's like, damn. And she's, like, brutal. She's like, I don't give it. Oh, yeah. Up. You know, smash you with a... And this game is, like, the, the gameplay is so brutal. Like, mm-hmm. the sound design when you, like, you know... I, like, throw a bottle at somebody... And they like stumble, like oh, and then I have my baseball bat that's like covered in nails. And I just like oh yeah, and you just across their face, yeah. yeah. And it, it sounds and it feels like Ugh. guttural and it's visceral. It's, it's like pretty, it's pretty satisfying. Yeah, it's intense. Um, and then I guess to the point where Ellie ends up killing Owen and Mel, who are two of Abby's friends, mm-hmm. and it's revealed that Mel is pregnant, and El- Ellie just can't take the violence. She's like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So well, then, it's well, it's especially um, it's it's especially hard for her because Dina. It's revealed during this whole thing that Dina's actually pregnant. Yeah, and she's dealing with that, you know. So. Yeah, but she can't take the parallels and stuff like that. So then, yeah, she thinks Abby's gone. Either she's Abby's dead, or she's just she's just out of Seattle because no one yeah. can find her. So then she's like, "Let's go back to the safe house and let's get out of here." But then, little do we know. When we're at the safe house, who shows up but Abby and she kills <laughs> Jesse? Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she wounds Tommy, and then we have a cut to Seattle day one. Abby's story, and now you're playing as Abby. Yeah, and uh, this was a huge fucking like just yeah. out of out of left field like decision, and like just surprise yeah so how did i mean because I, I don't think you knew about did you know about this element when you played I, the game i had i didn't read any of the leaks i didn't read i didn't know anything prior to i just the only thing i knew uh was that you were gonna play as ellie predominantly of the the most of the time and yeah. then and i had an inkling that at some point during the game joel was gonna die but i didn't know when yeah i didn't know how I you know how, knew, I, how early yeah i just kind of had a had a gut feeling i was like at some point joel's gonna have to kind of pay for what he did at the last at the end of the last game so so then when when you played this the first time yeah i guess the only time you played it and you it got to the part where abby was there yeah and it cut to day one seattle where you're like no i I was i was pissed (laughs) (laughs) i was actually pissed um Uh I was like, I don't want to play as Abby. I don't want to play as Abby. I don't want to play as Abby. She killed Joel. I don't want to play as Abby. Um, and then, and then, yeah, it just kind of, but you just got to do it because the yeah. game again is like forcing your hand and being like, hey, you want to finish the game? You got to play as this character you really fucking hate. I'm like, yeah. all right. 
I think is an interesting choice because I get what Neil Druckmann was doing. It was like, hey, we want to put you in the shoes of yeah, exactly. Of the you know what you would perceive as the villain of the game. The villain, yeah, yeah. So again, this portion about ten hours again. So at this point, we're just like <laughs> doubling the length of the original game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this portion of the game, you play as Abby all the way through. It's similar to Ellie's. You get day one, day two, day, day, three, two, day three, and there's flashbacks to Ellie's Don't life. Don't remind me. You like get to meet her dad and meet his, meet her dad, and then the day he died, the Joel, the day I, Joel killed him. Yeah. Um. Fun fact though, like, the when I recently replayed the first Last of Us, when I walked into the room, I did nothing. I just stood there, and the dad charges at you with the, the scalpel. Yeah. And then Joel just grabs him and stabs him. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It so it's it's his fault. You know, yeah, hey man, I just walked in there. I'm there to get Ellie. You, you yeah. charged me. I didn't do anything. Um, so then it starts off from there. You kind of learn about, uh, you know, how Abby joins. Are you there, Drew? Drew, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. What, when did I cut out? Uh, we were talking about Abby's dad committing self-suicide by attacking Joel. Okay, I'm going to mark this down on a piece of paper so I know when to cut out. Yeah. I got a pin. Uh, I hate these little... So weird. Because on my computer, it never showed a drop in connection. Like, it never showed that I lost internet for a second. Ugh, so frustrating. Yeah. Okay, I got it marked. Okay. Oh, it's actually gonna be fifty-nine minutes. Okay. All right, so we'll come back. So this game, um, it kind of parallels Joel and Ellie's story from the original Last of Us, where you you play as Abby, and she's kind of a reluctant guardian of a character. Um, in this case, it's a transgender boy named Liv. Um, and Lev. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And his uh, sister Yara, um, they're they're known as Sephirites or Scars, which are kind of mm-hmm. like, so this like religious cult uh, off of an island in Seattle. Yeah. Um, because Abby's part of the Wolves. Yeah, the then, WLF. Yeah. yeah. So Abby learns to end her hatred for the Scars, and she she says she cares for for Lev, and yeah, wants what's best for him. And this whole her whole story ends on this massive like there's like a big storm that's mm-hmm. rolling through Washington and uh, there's a huge like apocalyptic battle. Well, yeah, because because so the whole thing is like it's basically all connected to Lev's story because yeah. basically the scars, the seraphites, uh, whatever you want to call them, are trying to essentially kill him or like. Uh, burn him in effigy and like you know hang him as a heretic yeah essentially uh and you know and even his like own mother has like condemned him you know uh because she's she's too deep in and he tries to go back to try and like reason with her yeah um and 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 abby's also like excommunicated from her group for yeah exactly help and all that yeah Uh, so um, and and also stems like abby's former lover boyfriend or whatever owen yeah owen who's with mel 
uh, he also was leaving the wolves. He helped a scar. He like stitched up a scar or something and killed yeah. one of his friends to protect him. So like he's trying to get out of there, and so then now Abby's trying to get out. So it's like this whole thing, right? So you know, Abby and, and Lev they barely make it back to Owen's place to see to find Owen and Mel dead. And Abby finds a map that Ellie left behind, right. has her hideout marked, and then you and Lev travel to the hideout that you 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 spent most of the first part of the game pl- knowing the inside and out of. Um, I remember the first time I played it. There's a part where as Ellie, you have to go like restart a generator. Yeah. And you like pass this like fire escape, and I was like, I bet this is gonna come back to bite me in the butt. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and lo and behold, that's the fire escape that Abby and Lev go up to to fight, and eventually, yeah. so the final boss of Abby's part of the game is Ellie. Yeah, have to beat Ellie to beat the game. Which again, this is like, it's like God, this sucks because you know Ellie is one of the my favorite video game characters, and now mm-hmm. I spent thirteen hours there before this, and now you're trying to be well, and not only that, but she's like using all of your equipment against yeah. you like your te- you know, and your techniques to like placing bombs and uh-huh uh listening like listening uh for you like she has the the hearing aid and all that so you right. can't you gotta like crouch the whole time and like sneak up behind her or throw a bottle uh-huh. tractor or something um the first time i played this i died a lot i did too. to fight ellie i did too um and then eventually you know you beat ellie and you beat De- uh dina and you're gonna dina dina and you're about to kill her. Um, but then once again, Abby decides to spare them. And, and Abby and Liv leave. Yep. And this takes us to the last part. The final game. The last of us last part. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is what I call the revenge is bad, man, chapter yeah, of the game. Uh, this, this chapter also takes about three hours. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, we're at 25, 26 hours of gameplay. Um. Yeah. And here you play as Ellie and Abby, and you'll switch back and forth similar like you did at the beginning of the game. Um, and Ellie's living on a farm with with Dina and her son JJ, yeah. Joel, Jesse. Jesse was also well, killed by Abby. Uh, it's technically yeah Jesse's son, but yeah. yes, Jesse's son. Yeah, yeah. But JJ is his name. I, I can I thought it was because like his the name after Joel and Jesse. Right. Um, Ellie's suffering from PTSD and guilt about Joel not getting revenge. Right. Um, and Abby and Liv are traveling to California, Santa Barbara. If I yeah, they're going to Santa Barbara because apparently that's where some fireflies, there might be a f- ex-firefly community there. Yeah, you that know? she can join up. Yeah. Um, Tommy comes to Ellie with like information, hey, we know where she's at, she's in Santa Barbara. Yeah. And at the same time, Abby and Liv are, co- are uh, getting contact with the fireflies, and everything seems hopeful, like, oh, okay. You can kind of see maybe like, oh, this is where the next game is going to go. Like Abby right. with the fireflies. And... But then Ellie, but then Abby is captured by another group called the Rattlers. So many groups. So yeah. many pronouns to keep that, that was the part of the issue with this game. We'll talk about it too. It's like, what's going on here? So they're the Rattlers. And they're basically like, they capture people for like sex labor and also just like hard labor. Mm-hmm. Uh, sex slaves and laborers. Um, they capture Abby and Liv. Yeah. Ellie makes her way to California. Mm-hmm. She's also captured by the Rattlers, but she's able to kill them. And she gets in film where Abby's being hailed. So, like, Ellie's, like, beat up, near death. She yeah. gets to She gets to Abby. She's killed a bunch of Rattlers. She's, like, basically decimated their base. 
it's kind of like a, it was like a reversal of like the hospital, right? Like she's not going to go to rescue Abby. She's going to go kill Abby and she's killing right. a bunch of terrible people. Like you have no issue killing these people along the way. Right. Whereas like you played as Joel, you may have some issue killing the fireflies. Right. Um, she lets Abby down and she then proceeds to beat the crap out of Abby. And then yeah. I, yeah. It's brutal. It's like, well, I, it's a pretty brutal fight. I have feelings about this ending. But yeah. <laughs> um, and then eventually Ellie just can't go through with killing Abby and she lets her go. And the, g- the game concludes with Ellie alone. Yeah. And it's left she her. Back to the farmhouse. Yeah. And, and the game yep, kind of ends on a downer note for Ellie. Yeah. So this game was met with tons of controversy. Yeah. Uh, start off the very first one. This game was supposed to come out, I think, in like March of last year. Yeah. Then this this little thing happened called a global pandemic. Just a small minor inconvenience. Yeah. Um, so then they decided, like, we probably won't be able to make enough copies of the game to sell. So we're going to delay the game indefinitely. They didn't give a release date. They said indefinitely. So people are like... Mm-hmm. What is that, like, months, a year? Like, what's indefinitely mean? Forever? Yeah. It means indefinitely. It means... Yeah. <laughs> uh, it means then, fuck like, you, that's what it means. But then, like, the game leaked, and there was, like, tons and tons of yeah. leaks. Yeah. Uh, we... I remember all the story spoilers coming out, and people were pissed. Yeah. Uh, Joel dies by a person named Abby. Yeah. Another spoiler that came out was that Ellie is the final boss. Uh, the Rattler section of the game, so that final part, was not mentioned in the spoilers. So a lot of people thought that the end of the game is you killing Ellie. And people yeah. were so pissed. Um, and that there was a transgender character. Uh, many people thought that Abby was going to be the transgender character due to how buff she buff was. Boys. Nah, dude, but, she just works out, dude. Yeah, but <laughs> that's not the case at all. Yeah. Abby is, in fact, a cisgender character, and the character of Liv is transgender. Yeah. Well, I also yeah. just remember people being, like, there was a subsection of people who were just pissed because you were going to spend the entire game playing as some variation of a female or a girl. Yeah. Like, you know. People didn't want to play the game as anyone else, either Joel or Ellie. Yeah. Um. So, like, the game was review-bombed. People were so pissed. Like, yeah. then, you know, it was eventually eventually released a month later to critical success, and it split the fan base. Although, I, I feel like I can argue that maybe, I would say, 70 to 80% of Last of Us fans were more favorable to it. Not yeah. I mean, I don't know, like... Calling it the best game ever, but more... Like, you know what? The game is not bad. It's right. a good game. right. Has it has issues, problems. It's but just it's not a bad game. Yeah. We're like, like I, I, for just example, don't, I don't know how I'm not deep in the Last of Us community, but yeah, I mean, like from the people that I've talked to, I mean, namely you and Emma, basically. Adam. And Adam. Yeah. I mean, we all seem to agree that there's some problems with it, but it's a pretty good game. Like, you know, I don't I, think it's it I think deserves Adam any... is the more favorable of it. He really liked it. He's yeah. like, a really, really good game. So we can agree um, that it's good to great. I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, like, for example, Angry Joe put it as the second worst game of the year last year. Yeah, and, I don't get like, that, man. No, nah, it's like, not that. It, it's it's not, definitely not that. Like, it's got problems, sure, but it's not that. No, it's. I think it's a really good game. Yeah. Play it twice. The first time I played it, I was like 6 out of 10. 
Second yeah. time I played it, I, I'm closer to an eight. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so, um, one thing you wanted to talk about was the pacing of the game. So maybe if you want to kind of talk about that. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I think because I mean that's the biggest detractor, right? At least in my opinion. I and that's the that's the con that I think we've all kind of come to agree is like the, the game's biggest detractor. Like the the pacing of the story. We we spend too much time doing the same shit uh two different ways you know uh when you play as ellie and then when you play as abby uh the game just goes on for too long man like like if it was just like if it was just maybe like even five hours shorter like i'd be cool Mm -hmm. you know like but i I mean you know that I, i mean i stopped playing this for a long time because i months, was just months months i was fatigued my man like i yeah. was just i got to i got to the second day of abby and i was just like i cannot do this anymore <laughs> like, it's crazy because like for me abby day two is like one of the better parts of her section i mean i mean yes and i had come to find out that yes but at that point i didn't yeah. know that so i was just like i, I was just worn out with the game and so yeah i put it down for a couple months and then eventually due mostly to your incessant prodding yeah i had to come back and finish it well, um, i was like drew i want to do a last of those episode you gotta yeah the game. yeah it was like it was like yeah you need to beat the game and i was like fine so yeah i came back i'm I, i'm glad i did i'm glad i came back and actually finished it you know but yeah just it needs hours shaved off because yeah there's mm-hmm. Or or, or 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 maybe they should have stuck to more of a linear instead of having all those sections where you can you're free to explore and all that. Maybe it should have been more of a linear game like yeah. the first one. You know, this is like we talked about the first game. The first game linear. It's lean. The story's not complex. Yeah, this game tries to get a little too complex. Tries to get you know flashbacks in and out. Your... Yeah, it gets a little saucy. Gets a yeah. little uh, yeah, gets a little topsy turvy there. Um, I, and and yeah, I mean just like again the i mean you're doing the same stuff over i mean this goes into like gameplay you know like it's the, it's basically the same gameplay as the first game like yeah. almost to a e you know I, I i don't exactly remember what stuff they added in this game versus the last game i, I mean the weapon upgrades i think were there uh in the first game the i, I want to say the whole like upgrading your character with the pills and stuff like that was in the first game too um it's it's more so like you have more upgrade abilities than you did the first game yeah and then also you get like a cinematic where like she like cleans the gun or whatever or whatever yeah like it's more of um it's more of like aesthetic things yeah it's more it's more a polish than yeah actual game upgrade um there are some some elements i think they do add like having the characters call out people's names when you kill somebody right like, it adds the problem is that then like there's like five right. character models <laughs> yeah um uh, having the dogs i think is a really cool concept where like these dogs can hunt you and smell you i think the i think the enemy variety was good i just like I wish there was more sections of the game that incentivized you to kind of cuz cuz the whole Part, one part of the story of the game is that you know there's these like competing factions yeah. in the city. I wish there were more opportunities to play the factions against each other. 
yeah. instead of just going in and like shooting them, you know, which yeah. is mostly what I ended up doing, you know, like um i wish there were more encounters where you had multiple fa factions in yeah. play such as abby against like, each other yeah abby you can't like you can't pit the wolves against the, the scars you can only like, you know they'll both start shooting at you <laughs> yeah well yeah not until the end like when you're on the island yeah sure they're like fighting each other but yeah but you can't you can't like make them interact like yeah. if you're there and you start shooting at one of the sides both sides will start shooting at you. Yeah. So I I just like I don't know. Yeah, again, like it's just yeah. it's the same shit, different day sort of thing. Uh I mean, yeah, there's sure sure there's slightly different variations in like what upgrade trees yeah. Ellie and Abby have versus each other and then the weapons, like they have <laughs> different weapons, but you know, I mean that's all like that's all basic stuff. There wasn't really a big gameplay shakeup apart from the fact that some areas you can explore a little bit more than, you know, um, you have a little bit more. But true. Yeah. The guitar mini games. I, I right? mean, it... okay. So uh, speaking on the guitar mini games, I, I think they're kind of silly. Uh -huh. But on, I mean, I, I don't know. They're. they're... I, I I do think they're important. Like for mm. for Ellie, for Ellie's thematically, because Joel teaches like the guitar. And she plays guitar. Yeah, I, I. But I think it's like an important like connection also between yeah. like the player and Ellie. You know, to kind of have that like visceral like she is playing the guitar because you are strumming the touchpad. You know, there's that sort of physical connection yeah. between the player and the character they are supposed to be embodying. You know, she's over here um, jamming out to take on me. <laughs> yeah, right. I thought that was actually a really beautiful rendition of, uh. Uh, of take on me. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, again, it looks silly, yeah. but I, I think that's our, actually all right. And then again, this game is way more kind of like has some of the Uncharted 4 elements you talked about where there's like pockets of parts of the game where mm -hmm. it's more explorable. Yeah. Uh, Seattle Day 1 for Ellie, for example, you have like a whole bunch of buildings you can explore. Some of them yeah. you can just completely ignore, but then you're missing out on some cool upgrades or a gun or a weapon or ammo or whatever. Um, so Drew... What are your feelings on the game overall? Oh boy. Oh boy. Um you know, I I I I kind of when I finished the game, I kind of had a moment where I just kind of like sat there and I, I kind of let out this like huge like like kind of sigh of like uh it's finally over, you know, sort of thing. Um, and then you I felt was like, kinda, you felt like Frodo Baggins when you eat Yeah. I mean, I kind of felt like, yeah, I, I had just gone through this like huge ordeal almost. I mean, I know it's like playing a video game. It's not like, you know, the end of the world or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I kind of feel like I had just like gone on this huge journey essentially. Um, and I, and I was just kind of sitting there just kind of thinking about the entire experience. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I just got so fatigued playing this game like i had to stop playing it for months and months and months and i really and i at that point i really hated it i was like i i don't i don't want to go back and play this i don't think i have the strength to go mm -hmm. back and play this, like finish this game if yeah. it's just going to be this for another like 10 hours 10 15 hours you know like what you know yeah. however long it takes but you're like uh, mr incredible you're just like i can't do it 
I'm not yeah, strong enough. I'm not strong enough. Like <laughs> I really, I, I really felt like that. Um, you know, but then I, I picked it back up. I got back into it. And yeah, I mean, I'm uh, like I said, I'm really glad I did because I do think um, I do think this is a good game. I I like what the story is trying to say. I think it stumbles in the end. Um, like it, it gets so close to the finish line, and then, and then it like trips on its shoelace that happened to come untied, you know, in the last lap. Um, you know, because like we were talking earlier about how, you know, they kind of force you to play as Abby so that you could step into her shoes and see it from her side mm-hmm. and kind of, you kind of start to empathize with this character who you thought was the villain, who you wanted to hate. You really, really wanted to hate, but then you start to see her interact with, you know, her community, like, the, like, like the dogs, you know, that you've been like terrified Murder- of this and entire time murdering the dogs yeah and like you know you're you're playing with them you're hanging out um and then eventually yeah when when abby encounters lev and yara and their relationship together like how it how it does become she becomes what she hated like she hated mm-hmm. joel for what he did but she ends up kind of becoming this joel like character in that uh in in her defense of lev and her her almost parental role you know that she kind of takes on and you know she betrays the family that she knew and essentially sentences you know both the wlf and the seraphites indirectly to death you know like her actions basically kind of kick off this entire powder keg that we've been wondering when it's going to go off because, you know, they keep talking about they're going to go to war. Mm-hmm. But then her her actions basically indirectly contribute to that finally kickstarting, you know, and it kind of, they both factions just kind of implode on each other. Um, you know, so I, I do think the game succeeds in, in making us care for Abby. Uh, but I think... I think what it also succeeds in, which I didn't necessarily want, was hating Ellie, mm. uh, making us hate Ellie because that ending when she goes there, yeah, like we, we talked about, she's going there to kill Abby. Like she she's going there because Tommy basically guilt tripped her into into going and being like, you're you're betraying the memory of Joel by not doing anything. She's she's gonna go there and finally put an end to this, and also because she's having nightmares, she's gonna go put an end to this so she can finally rest. Mm-hmm what she's telling herself and then she gets there she she goes through the rattlers she gets down to the beach where they've been crucified they've been hung up to dry essentially and i wanted so bad i just wanted so bad for that to be the end of it like where she lets abby down and i i I just wanted i wanted there to be sort of an understanding like where you know, Ellie kind of looks at Abby and Lev and kind of understands. Yeah. You know, and in that understanding, finds acceptance. I guess. Yeah. You know, closure. Find, find, yeah, finds closure. You know that that this character who she hated so much, who she wanted to vilify, you know, and pretend was this like completely evil person, is actually like you know, the person is actually more like now the person that 
you know, she really cared for, like, yeah. you know, that she had. Uh, but then she can't let it go, and so she tries to fight Abby again, only to then eventually relent and be like, just just go, you know? I I hated that whole last... I mean, and, and maybe that's, like... Again, this isn't, like, up to me, you know? Because I, I, obviously I'm not the designer. I didn't make... I didn't write the story. And, you know, like, who knows? Maybe... I don't know. I just feel like... This is this is just something uh, like where it's like I wanted something to happen and it didn't happen, um, but it's also not about me. It's about mm. like it's about what happens in the story. Like what happens factually is that Ellie decides to fight Abby, even though you know. So I mean, but she does. I mean, she does end up letting her go. It's just like I I don't know. I feel like that ending again is a little is a little hollow. I mean, you know, she's Ellie still ends up alone at the end of it, which yeah. I mean, I think is enough of a service is enough of a reminder that, you know, the path that she walked throughout this entire game, like this was, this was the, um, destination of that. Like there was no, if she, if she decided to do this, this was going to be the consequences of those actions essentially. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there could have been, she could have at least gotten some of that. She could have at least gotten a little bit of a better closure. I feel like if she had just decided to just let Abby go with no strings attached, but yeah, um, before having to beat the crap out of her. Yeah. Before, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. so but, what would you, what would you like give last of us to? So I mean, I mean the game, game like design wise, the game is beautiful. It sounds beautiful. Um, like the story, again, I like what they're doing, and I I feel like it works for the most part up until that ending. Uh, gameplay got a little bit tiresome there for a little bit. Um, you know, I I don't I don't know. I don't without having played played any other because this game won game of the year right of yeah 2020 without having played any of the other game of the year contenders i don't know if it deserves it i i just don't know um i i think it's a good game i'm kind of leaning somewhere between a seven and an eight like when I think about it, like, I, again, I love the story. I just don't, like, the gameplay just lets it down. The ending lets it down. It kind of just left me, felt again, feeling a little, like, at the end, again, I was just like, oh, thank God it's over. Like, a little, like a, I was, I was, I was happy that it was finally done, you mm -hmm. know, kind of. Um, and, I mean, which is, it, I, I think is kind of a good thing and a bad thing. Like, it's good that a game you know, affected me so much that, you know, it kind of, it made me feel this sort of reaction, but it's also kind of a bad thing. Cause it's like, you shouldn't want the game to be over. You should want to keep playing it, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of where I'm at. I'm kind of like in between a seven and an eight. I mean, but yeah, it, it's, it's definitely one of those games that I, I think what's more important than a rating on this game is the fact that, you know, we have, 
like we have these discussions like mm-hmm. these long discussions about this game like this is one of those games where you can have like these really deep kind of conversations about it yeah um you know which i think is vastly more um worthwhile than just like you know um is it a good game or is it a great game yeah. you know or is it or yeah is it a good game or is it a bad game yeah yeah okay so my feelings so, are yeah. So um, I played it twice. Um, I feel I think I feel it's more harsh. I felt harsher than you did the first time I played it. The first time I played it, I played it with Adam, so we would switch back and forth after someone died or after large chunks of the game. Um, and I, <coughs> I had I had read the spoilers beforehand, so I was kind of like dreading these moments are coming up. So I, like I knew Joel was gonna die, and Adam did it. So Adam got the experience that first time, and I knew he died. Um, I knew you played as Abby, so Adam didn't. So then I was like, okay, and so we once we get through Ellie, we're gonna switch over to Abby, and we're gonna be Abby the rest of the game. Um, so I, I wasn't really like a big, huge fan of the, this game. I was like, uh, it was okay, six out of ten, seven out of ten, <coughs> somewhere in there. Um, playing it a second time, I liked it way more. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's because I got to play it all the way through and I had to switch back and forth. It took me less days to beat it. Um, I also felt like I was better at the game second time I played it. Um, that might have been because, you know, the first time I played it, I kept switching back and forth, and me and Adam had different playing styles. So we go from, like, you know, trying to play as each other to, like, playing totally differently. Mm-hmm. So playing the second time, I, I just felt, like, way better at the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think it's a little too long. Yeah, but there's a lot sure. of a lot of good things in it. I think because I was like I knew these moments coming up. I was like, okay, we're gonna get to this part. We know when you fight the Rat King, uh, when you're gonna there's like Resident Evil type monster character. Yeah. In this like realistic style game, um, you know, I remember the parts like the post-apocalyptic, you know, war scene, and um, you know, playing as Ellie, and you're like driving the boat through the the you know the weather, and it's like all rainy and stuff, and different things like that um so you know end of the day i'd probably give the game like an eight now instead of a mm-hmm. six or a seven um but i do have criticisms obviously um yeah. i do think that abby and ellie's stories are too disconnected and this is something that i just like keep hammering home there had to there there should have been a better way to tie them together they're in the same area but they they never cross paths until the end yeah and i feel like that's a missed opportunity because there's a there's an there's a level in the game where you're trying to take down a sniper and the sniper is tommy and you're right. playing and that's like that's what that should have been incorporated into the game more maybe not necessarily ellie but you know jesse also shows up and that would have been you know that would have been a character that as as abby maybe you encounter jesse and you had you know you can't kill him because you know he survives until you know until eventually abby kills him but yeah. just kind of you know get that in there um so I think there should have been some way to tie them together better. I also feel like I'm not a big fan of the story structure. I'm not a big fan of the you play a, as a whole part, ten hours as one character, and then ten hours as another character. Yeah. I think it would have been better if you jump back and forth. I, I really do. I feel like if you played day one as Ally, as Abby and Ellie, um, you know, and you jump back and forth, you know, before you kill one of, you know, Abby's friends, you. As Abby, you get to hang out with them for a little bit, and then as Ellie, you're like, I'm gonna, yeah. you, up. you know what I mean? That would have been, that would have been much better. That kind of reminds me of how like, you know, the Halo games did it for a little bit uh-huh. when, you, when you played as Master Chief or you played as um, the Arbiter. You know, the, 
Um, another criticism I have is too many characters, and most of them are not memorable when compared yeah. to the game. So, Drew, can you name me any of? Can you give me the name of any of uh, Abby's friends? Uh, Owen and Mel. Okay. <laughs> have I anyone um... else? Fuck. Um, who's the like? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can name one other one. I can't like. There's there's another female character. There's two female characters actually. Yeah. I can't name either of them. I know one's one's like the the one you kill in the hospital is Ellie. I don't right. know her name. Uh, there's Manny. Who's Manny. Like, yeah, that's like what I was the stereotypical Mexican type character. Um, who's like a you know, he talks like this. He's like. Ape and devil, as a goal. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's why he talks the whole game. Hey, forget about it. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm walking here. I'm Italian now. Damn. Yeah, but and and there's another guy character, and I don't know his name. I can't tell you that. And then you know, on Ellie's story, like I know Jesse's a character, but I cannot tell you his personality at all. Yeah, he's more like the. I saw him as like more of like the cocksure, like yeah. He's kind of he's kind of like the jock in high school, right? Like he's he's like Mister Popular. He know he knows he's hot sh- or he thinks he's hot shit or whatever, yeah. you know. And you know he tries to like, you know, uh, get with all the ladies and stuff. So, you yeah. know all this kind of stuff. That's that's what his kind of personality reminded me of a little bit. It sounds kind of like Manny how you describe because Manny was like yeah. the ladies man. I, well, because I know all of I know all of like Ellie's side characters basically. Like, I mean, because it's it's pretty simple. There's Ellie, there's Tommy, Dina, and Jesse. Yeah, and That's then Joel for a bit. And then Joel for a bit, but yeah, but yeah, I can't I can't tell you the name yeah. of any of Abby's other friends besides. Can Owen. you like the, Can you tell me the name of the leader of the wolves? <laughs> Isaac, right? Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, nailed it. Played by Jeffrey Wright, which is crazy. Yeah, I was huge. like, holy shit, this cast list, man. Like, whoop. Yeah, but he's barely in the game. It's like, see, yeah, he, right? should, he should have been a presence that you, you know, you experience more of. Even as Ellie, like, Ellie never comes across any, and mm-hmm. Ellie comes across comes across the Sephirites, but then, like, barely mentioned. It's like, she doesn't, she, there's a part of the game where you, like, kill a bunch of scars, and none of that's brought up. It might have dragged out the game too, too much more, yeah. though. I also think there's too many groups. Like you said earlier, there's the wolves, the scars, and the rattlers. I think rattlers, yeah. I think maybe if they should, they should have meshed something or got rid of one or something. You know, like maybe, rat- yeah. rattlers. Maybe they're not necessary. I don't know. Um, and then we talked about the gameplay, how it feels like 2013 still. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's less cinematic moments. Well, by cinematic or like cinematic gameplay moments, I'm talking about like in the first game, there are parts like. When you get in a, stuck in a trap and you're upside down, you have to shoot all these right. at you. Um, there's only one moment I can think of in the game, part two. There's there's like three or four or five in, in Last of Us one, and part two I can only think of a moment when you're in the truck with Jesse and you're dri- He's driving and you just gotta shoot. Oh, truck. I was also gonna say the one where uh, you're res- in the beginning when you're playing as Abby and Tommy and Joel rescue you and you get on the back of horses and you ride ah, off while all the zombies okay. are chasing you so that's one that's two like really like i can't even think of many other ones yeah um, um yeah, i'm trying to think as well right now uh yeah, yeah i i can't yeah. think of any others at the, at the moment but i mean they might be there but yeah, yeah not i don't memorable. know i think that's the thing because like i remember 
the I remember the one where you, you like you're on the bus and then all the water's comes pouring in. You're trying to climb out. Yeah, I remember the stuff uh, like that. I don't know. And then this is more of a nitpick, and I'm gonna try to dance around this as sensitive as possible. Yeah, uh, the transgender element. Um, uh-huh. I'm a huge transgender supporter. I believe um, trans rights are human rights. You know, you know he's a supporter because he just said it right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for me, it's kind of like the trauma mm-hmm. of being hated for being transgender in yeah. a post-apocalyptic world. It right. just kind of felt like, you know, why can't a transgender person's story be something else besides you're transgender and that's why we hate you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and this is, of course, as, you know, two cisgender guys right. talking about this yeah. game. Just like, kind people of never it. understand yeah. this whole thing. So, it, because, like, we're we're not, we don't understand yeah. that. I mean, that. obviously, that's happening in real that life pain. currently. Yeah, exactly. My, my point is, like, this is a post-apocalyptic different world. Right. Like, why why is the why is you know Lev being transgender seen as negative by his well, people? Well, I mean, I kind of get what they were trying to go for. Again, speaking as a cisgender person who will never understand the pain of being trans, you know, I I kind of see what they were trying to go for with like the whole, you know, ba- basically being like. This this being like a big re- reason for the conflict uh, on Abby's side of the story, where you know this this character who is, you know, who otherwise is completely and totally fine, you know, it, and and assumedly was before this was a devoted Seraphite, mm-hmm. you know, is basically ostracized for doing one thing, you know, differently. Or, or just being in one way, shape, or form different. Yeah. You know? Um, and this is definitely more of a nitpick, like I said. Because yeah. I think I think Lev is a great character. Memorable. I think representation is important. But my, right. my, my, my just little sticking point is like, why do you got to make the main character motivation be trauma of being mm-hmm. hated? And that's, that's just kind yeah. of, you know, from my standpoint. I, you know, I, I'm not a transgender person, so I can't speak for what they're feeling uh-huh. when they played the game. But I, I think there is, there is a, cause I mean, it, this is a common, uh, storytelling, um, device. I feel like where you take a modern day problem. Yeah. Uh, and you, you kind of shuffle it into the future by however many years to kind of explore, you know, to explore the problem and why it, why, you know, this is viewed as like such a heinous thing, like this person just being, you know, a boy. Yeah. Um, is such a heinous thing for some people to wrap their heads around. They can't, they just can't do it for some reason. Um, you know, I think that is in a way, you know, you know, cause Star Trek, I mean, Star Trek was like one of those, those series that like, they took like the 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 current day kind of political climate and they threw it in the future and kind of tried to paint it at, and tried to paint it as like and then trying to explore these uh issues and like why you know why do these things exist here you know kind, kind of it's it's trying to 
it's basically, I, I feel like it's basically trying to say, like, why are we still doing this sort mm-hmm. of thing? You know, like, this, like, why are we still having these tiring arguments where we're just trying to put a certain group of people down, uh, you know, this many years into the future kind of thing? That's, that's the way I kind of saw it. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot, again, remember... Again, for me, it's a nitpick. It's not a big thing. But then a lot of the controversy and the criticism mm-hmm. at the time was people thought that Abby was a transgender character. Right. So there yeah. were just there were tons of transphobic, terrible. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. Memes or reviews about Abby because she was buff. And yeah, it's yeah. really stupid when you think yeah. about it. Like, yeah. Just, um. But yeah, like I. I mean, I'm ultimately I'm glad that. Lev was in this game. Yeah, like you I know, said, great, great character. I'm glad yeah. it's a transgender character in the game. Right. Just, I kind of just wish that maybe I, the trauma of it wasn't, you know, because right. you know you live in a world of trauma in a post-apocalyptic zombie world. Why does the transgender why is this get, the, get like, more trauma built on top of them? Right. Exactly. I I, I see that point. Yes. Yeah. Again, um, standpoint from Cisgenderman. Yes. Uh, not saying that we are the authorities on this topic. You should well, absolutely one hundred percent listen. Only to this. you, because of us, you're the only white one. Yes, <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> All right, Drew. So, um, Last of Us One got DLC. Do yeah. you think Last of Us Two will get the DLC? We're about almost, we're almost a year out from its right. release. So, like, this is around the time where Last of Us Two, Last of Us One got its DLC. The rumor currently is that there is an Abby. Focus DLC coming out. Yeah, we're um, yeah, which is funny because we were talking about this earlier today in the chat. But this uh, is something. This is something I wrote like a week ago. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, so if you would have asked me like a while ago, I would have said I don't. I don't fucking know what they could do. <laughs> you know, like. Um, but I mean, an Abby DLC like where it takes place after the game with her and Lev, yeah. kind of still kind of trying to go to Santa Barbara Barbara. or trying to find the fireflies that that makes sense I mean you know I just the story kind of wrapped up in such I mean the 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 ending of the first game relative to this one like the ending of the first game I could kind of see where they could jump off for a sequel of that or like for DLC of that right yeah the ending of this game I had I it felt pretty open and shut to me so. Well, I, like I said, I think the Santa Barbara element is definitely a story. It's definitely a story beat that we could definitely follow. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think the first game, it was more an emotional hook yeah. with like there is a ticking time bomb between Joel and Ellie. Right. And when's that going to go off? And this one's more like we know where our app can get to and stuff yeah. like that. Like I, I really don't want to play a game where Ellie has to try to win back Dina. Uh, I'd rather play a game with Abby and Le- Lev trying to get to Santa right. Barbara. I think that's the more interesting story going forward yeah. at this point. I think yeah. Ellie. I'm, I, so I'm going to be honest here. I think if they do make a sequel, I think Ellie's done. Honestly, yeah. So, yeah, as a character, let's talk, let's talk about what we want for part three. Like, do you don't want to see Ellie's story continue? I don't. I, I think it's done. I, I honestly, I think as a character, like you said, the only other thing is like, what is, he, is she going to try and go back and win Dina back? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, her, her character arc has kind of. Yeah, it's it's just kind of come to the end of the tracks. I feel like I I, I feel like if they're gonna carry the fr- franchise over, they have the perfect uh, they have the perfect pair mm-hmm. in Abby and Lev, and kind of 
it, w it would kind of continue the theme of this game or one of the themes of this game in a way in that, you know, kind of continuing that sort of parent-child relationship or like, you know, sort of mentor-mentee relationship, yeah. um, you know, onto a different pair um, and and all, all of the parallels entailed with that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think if they do a part three, I think it definitely should be abby and lev not ellie again mm -hmm. and somebody else um yeah. i would i would still love to kind of see or play as ellie yeah but I think you would have to have a really really good story to go with it yeah um I, for me the more interesting story right now is abby yeah so. okay all right so the final part we talked about the oh games. My gosh. yes i know i did not expect this episode to be almost two this hours is almost long. as long as the last of us part two didn't <laughs> i expected like an hour talk <laughs> going for twice as long because we have had we've had a lot to say about our oh feelings. no i mean uh, the last of us part two it it, it needs there needs to be a lot said about it so yeah yeah all right so uh final little bit here mm -hmm. um so what are we Eight, talking about? So in November of 2019, before Last of Us 2 was to release, yeah, uh, HBO announced that they greenlit an adaptation of the game into a new TV show. Yep. So this was for me. I was like super excited because I feel like games and movies are only so many games I think can fit perfectly into movies. I think most games can fit into a television medium. Yeah, I um, think it's they're more made if they're yeah. going to be adapted at all. They should they should be adapted to television. Yeah. I feel and, like you know, shows like The Witcher, yeah, uh, Castlevania, the Super Mario, uh, Plumber, Super Mega Show, or whatever. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Get uh, out of here. <laughs> so uh, the talent behind the show is, I think, it's very good. It's the creator and the head writer of Chernobyl. Have you watched that show? I have not seen it yet. No. It's it's five episodes. It's super good. Um, he's the one that's head writing. His name is Craig Mason. Um, and then he's writing with Neil Druckmann. Druckmann's going to be another main writer on the show. Oh so they're bringing, in, they're bringing in the creator of The Last of Us into the yeah. to the mix. Um, Russian director Kantemir Balogov. Balogov? Yeah. yeah. He's directing the pilot. Um, he has a strong visual style, but he has not. I've only seen like short films. He's I haven't seen I, like. Yeah, any. I'm not familiar with his work, so yeah, I can't but, comment on it. I mean, has a strong visual style, so that's all we can ask. Gustavo yeah. Santa Olala. Did I say that? We're gonna pretend that's 100 percent accurate. <laughs> he, he's returning as the composer from the game. He he did the music yeah. for the game. He's coming back for the show. Um, he's done other TV shows before. He's done, like, Jane the Virgin and Making a Murderer. Okay. So here's what we know so far, Drew. You ready for this? Yep. It's going to be a basic retelling of the first game. Oh, my God. So season one oh will be the God. first game. I am so sure. Um, but they're going to add material that they cut from the original game. Yeah, I feel like if it was just going to be a straight retelling of the first game, like, you've completely lost my interest because I can just go play the game. Yeah. Like, there needs to be some sort of additional material to supplement, you know. Yeah. Um, so it, they're going to expand the game's story. They introduce a lot of previous elements that were cut. Yeah. Um, in an interview with the BBC uh, must-watch webcast, Greg Mason said that him and Naughty, like him and the collaborators of Naughty Dog, uh, Neil Druckmann, 
uh, at one point he was like, this is a quote, you know, there's one thing we were talking about doing in the first game for a while. And then he told me what it was like. And I was like, gonk, wow, jaw drop. That's going, that's going in the show. We have to do that. So he's talking, Greg Mason's talking about how there are definitely elements they cut out story beats or even like level designs that they're like, this has to go into the TV show. Um, And I, I trust Greg Mason to kind of, like I don't, I don't, ex- I don't expect it to be an exact like one for one retelling. Mm-hmm. I feel like the jumping off point is Last of Us, right? One, the game, and then they're gonna build on, build on it pretty right. well. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's like we said, like the game takes place over like a whole year basically as yeah. they travel from Boston to Salt Lake City, and we only see like a snippet of that in the game. So there's still plenty of like yeah, plenty of room to explore uh, stuff in that time period you can also like there's there's like you spend a night with henry and sam that can be expanded to more than just one night you know we can Mm -hmm. get to really care for them you know i like them a lot in the game Mm -hmm. and i cared for them but then like now you can expand to really really, like we spend like three weeks with them in the in the tv show then they die you know what i mean like um mason also said that the changes we're making are designed to fill things out and expand we're not undoing anything but rather enhancing right uh, he added that it's not like we just decided, well, wouldn't it be cool if there's one episode where Joel and Ellie get on motorcycles and confront a motorcycle gig? There's no episodic nonsense. Uh, uh, I mean, the, maybe if it, the, it's done well, yeah. The things that are new are enhancing the storyline that we're doing, are connected, are connected in organic, serious ways that I think fans of the game and newcomers will appreciate. And yeah. that's my big thing. I think a lot of, like, I feel like my so my my parents they watched the they watched The Walking Dead, uh-huh. and it's gonna be so weird to me to have, have my parents talking about Joel and Ellie because they'll right. probably watch The Last of Us. You know what I mean? So like yeah. we have these conversations, and then my parents are like, "Oh yeah, you know I love when Henry and Sam died. I got real sad." And I'm like, "Oh, it's well." Weird. <laughs> um, and then and then you know what? That's gonna be it's gonna be funny is because then you can turn around and be like, "Well, hey, you know where this originally came from." A fucking video game yeah. which uh most often you talk to people over the age of like you know 40 and they're like oh video games you know mario yada 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 you know they're not they don't take them as serious art but yeah you know or forms of media entertainment that can tell compelling stories and then you can be like ha suck it yeah um but yeah no i'm 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 digging the sound of this like i, I really do i'm, feel I'm like- super excited no, I mean they needed to add like something, right? They could yeah. it couldn't just be a straight retelling of the first game because then there's really no point in doing that because you can just go play the game, right? They needed to have something to entice you to watch, something additional, some some deeper form of development or or new story beats mm-hmm. to follow. So I, I mean I'm digging digging the sound of this from yeah. What it, what and then uh, uh, originally be. I had a. Like, what would a Dreamcast be, Drew? What would your Dreamcast be? But then, literally, well, like... Well, my I, Dreamcast would be Pedro Pascal and uh, Bella Ramsey, I think. Uh, whoa, yeah. Drew, you nailed it. Oh, so my that, God. Uh, <laughs> crazy. So when, I, when I was writing my... Uh, prophetic, man. When I was writing this, I was writing out my, like, list on here. Yeah. And then, like, that day, it was they, like, like oh, announced by the it, way, yeah. we Which cast is... Ellie. It's Bella Ramsey. And I was like, holy shoot, man, that's a great casting choice. I love it. Which is funny because usually we record these episodes uh, before the big news drops, and we're not. Yeah. And we have to go in post and add it. 
Yeah, could you imagine we quit episode and then, then the story dropped? They revealed the actors. Yeah, that yeah. would suck. So um, Joel is being played by Pedro Pascal. Beautiful, beautiful, from, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I, I love it. I love it. Game of Thrones, uh, the King's so happy. Golden Circle, Mandalorian. You know, he's he's yeah. in a lot of these cool properties. Uh, he's, a, he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, I'm so pumped that he's being. Great. That he's it's Joel. A, this is great. It's yeah. like one of those casting choices where, like, I never my my. My my little lizard brain. Yeah. That I, I think Pedro Pascal, but then when they say it, I'm like, dude. Yeah. When you say it, it's like, yes, absolutely, like a hundred percent. It's one of those. It's one of those castings. Like, yeah, like you said, like you don't think about it. Like you're like, man, who would play Joel? And then boom, Pedro Pascal, perfect, beautiful, yeah, hundred percent. Lock it down. Let's go. I, you know, I was like, oh, you know, Hugh Jackman or. Yeah, right. Like Jamie's Lannister. Well, Jackman probably would have been good too, maybe if he could get that Texas accent, I guess. But, yeah. But then, yeah. you know, I don't know if I would trade anyone else out for Pedro. For Pedro, Pascal. yeah. I don't know. I'm, I can't think of one off the top of my head right now, but like if you if you put a gun to my head, I, I could maybe come up with one, but mm-hmm. like, yeah. And then um, our Almost. Ellie, of course. Yeah. Uh, Bella Ramsey again from Game of Thrones. She played Lady Mormont. Lady Mormont. Yep. Um, which is so Pedro Pascal was in season four as Oberyn, and mm-hmm. then he died and never back in. And then Bella was season six, seven, and eight. Yeah. Onward. So she lasted. She lasted a little bit longer than he did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I also think this is this is pretty good too. Yeah, but... pretty good casting. She's young, yeah. which I yeah. wanted. Like a lot of people were like, "Oh, we want um, you receive Booksmart." Uh yeah yeah it, people wanted the main actress in Booksmart I forget her name um oh yeah uh, she's she's gonna be a great great choice if this game if you know this game this TV show was made like five years ago but she's like in her late twenties yeah so there, for me there's no way that you can convince me that she's like yeah a fourteen year old uh right. but Bella Ramsey's you know she's a teenager so yeah. it's like okay I can see yeah, it you can and see she's, it yeah she's great in Game of Thrones. And she's in she's in uh, his dark materials. Um, she also voices Hilda in the Netflix show. Netflix. Uh, show. I have not seen it. Oh, you haven't watched it? It's pretty good. You check it out. So uh, I'm excited for the show. Like I, I really think that it's it has a. It could be a, something. It could be something. HBO's sure. backing. Great showrunner. Promising cast. Yeah. So that's all you can ask for. Right. Um, so they're saying uh, probably late 2021, early 2022 is a possible okay. state. So, well, I'm assuming. Can we assume that probably COVID has probably thrown some of the production schedule on this off a little this, bit? This is the most recent reporting. This is from when. Oh, I, okay. This is the most recent. When, okay. Yeah, when they when they announced Joel and, and uh, Bella well, Ramsey. Late 2021. I I don't know about that. So one. it doesn't take super long. Like. You would. The main thing is that when they were announcing the show and they're writing the scripts, they, you know, they're gonna start building sets and stuff like that. So yeah, the casting is not one of the last things you're gonna do, but it's one of the last things you're gonna announce. So yeah. it could it could have been a long time. Joel, you know, Pedro and Bella right. knew, knew they were gonna play Joel and Ellie. Could well, have been yeah. months. Yeah, that's and then true. They finally got to announce. So they've probably already done their like test screenings Who and yeah. had their had their you know their costumes made and all that and mm-hmm. they're gonna start filming soon so i mean if you start filming it in april yeah you film for three months until april may till june or july and then you know you spend you edit and 
get the special like effects in two months, three months in post. Yeah, so and like, then let's say December 2021, Last of Us. Yeah. Or I mean, November. that's still technically late 2021. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't know. Well, or, um, you know, it could be like spring 2022. That's also possible. Yeah, that that is. I I'm I would be more optimistic for like early 2022. Yeah. I think. Yeah, and these things move fast. Like it's pretty crazy. Like when they announced Watchmen the TV show to when it came out was like less than two years. Yeah, that's crazy. So, and that's one of like the greatest seasons of television ever. Well, um, thank you for joining us, guys. It was a fun rummaging yeah. through The Last of Us. I had a blast. I apologize for everyone that this is a two-hour episode. I was hoping it'd be like an hour. Don't ever ask me to do this again. <laughs> um, so here in like a year, Drew's going to replay The Last of Us from oh beginning to God, end. Oh my God, please. On Twitch. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys my uh, my mailbox, uh, my uh-huh. PO mailbox. Just send me any sort of tools of destruction that you can think of so that I can end my life, please, before I have to do that. Here's what we're going to do. In one year, we're going to start a Patreon, and we're going to have, like, a Twitch channel, yeah. and we're going to Twitch you know what? for okay, 25 yeah. hours straight, and that 25 hours straight is just Drew played The Last of okay. Us. You non- know what? No sleep, just Last of Us 2. Fine. We'll set up a Patreon. If we get... Uh, if we get $500 in donations, I will do it. <laughs> I'll donate that. Yeah, like, I will. I will do it for $500. Like, I'll, I'll donate it because it's just going right yeah. back to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, listen, if you want to hear more of our obnoxiously annoying voices, you can always check out our previous episodes on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you want some dumb, fun trivia or just some random thoughts uh, about video games, you know, you come check out our Facebook and our Twitter pages. Yep. Also, um, I'm going to start doing, like, little clips from stuff, like uh, me falling asleep during Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I, it's funny that you mentioned that Patreon, because I'm actually ser- seriously considering, uh, you know, setting us up with one. Uh, so that might be a thing in the future, and we'll figure out some, like... Maybe in exactly cool. one year. In exactly one year for the Last of Us 2 25-hour marathon. We'll set um, up um all right guys well until next time catch you later always look for the light right is that what they say what in uh last Last of of us yeah i don't know i don't know (laughs) i don't know anyway uh i'm gonna bash head with the head in with the face with the uh, golf club bye